1: And now, Decoder Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, Knight's Gambit!
2: Come on, dummy. We gotta get out of here. Are You worried too much, Tom. That's your trouble. But the red panda was right there. You saw him. I saw him. And he saw the rest of the gang. Come on. What about the others? They'll take care of the panda and his girlfriend while we get the loot out of here. There's no way that they can beat the red panda. They're just kids like us. We're not kids anymore, Pally. Not now that we got the frost. Sure. The frost makes you strong, but he's the Red Panda. Red Panda, Red Panda. You love the Red Panda so much, go join a recruiting drive. Hurry, this way. We can't go straight to the shack. Dunning will have our hides if we're followed. Dunning wants to loot from this job. He's got a quota to meet. That's why he sent seven of us, and I'll tell you what, he'll pay us off with all seven shares, just the two of us. What do you say to that? Sounds good to me. If the frost keeps making us stronger and faster, soon there won't be nobody that can push us around. Not even the Red Panda. Ah, that's more like it. You're a lot braver when you're thinking about the frost you'll score tonight. I
3: can't help it, Eddie. Ever since we started working for Dunning, all I can think about is how
2: we get more of that stuff. Well, you'll get yours tonight, Tommy boy, that's for sure.
1: Yes, I think you will. Who the heck?
2: A a guy in... in armor.
1: Strictly speaking, it is not armor. It is a protective shell.
2: Oh, yeah? Well, I think it's going to protect you from this. (coughs) What the? You can't shake off a crowbar like that.
1: I believe I just did. I likewise believe that you young men are in considerable trouble. Not as much trouble as you, punk. That knife will be even less effective than your blunt force attack. My shell is composed of a high-density alloy. I don't know what you
2: are, you freak. But we gotta get past you, and I'll hold you if I have to! Eddie, I know this guy, uh, from the DF. He's the White Knight! White
1: Knight? That that robot man? The designation is correct, at
2: least. Yeah? I'll tell you what, Tin Pants. You get out of our way, or you're gonna feel the power of frost!
1: That which you call Frost is in reality a low-dosage variant of the compound Necronium. The strength and well-being with which it imbues you is irrelevant to its real purpose. Not to me. Not with the score we're going to make tonight. Your desperation is a byproduct of the compound's narcotic properties. This is what drives you to commit petty crimes. Look,
2: we don't want any trouble. We We just need the frost.
1: The frost is your trouble. It is designed to leach the life essence from your bodies, to reduce you to undead husks in service to Professor Zombie. No. You're lying! He's crazy! Let's finish him! I did try and warn you. Ow! <coughs> I implore you both to stay down this time before you are permanently damaged. I'll
4: damage you, you freak! No, son. No, you won't. The red panda! He's caught us!
2: Ow! Who's that?
4: An injection. And here's one for your friend! Ow! The burns! The burning sensation is your body returning to normal temperature.
1: Oh, I feel terrible! What did you do to us? What was that?
4: A necronium inhibitor. You'll be sick as a dog for a few days, but you're cured. You're better than cured. You're immune. Immune to what? You call it frost. Frost? Immune to frost? You have no reason to drag yourself further into crime. It won't work on you anymore. No! No! Thanks for the assist, White Knight.
1: As long as I was in town. This formula is a powerful tool against Professor
4: Zombie. It's a losing battle, and she knows it. In the time that we cured seven, her organization addicted ten more. Where is the squirrel? One of the ones we caught back at the warehouse wasn't as tough as the others. He gave up someone called Dunning. She's on her way there right now. A break? A very small victory in a war that's far from over. Let's hurry, or there won't be anything left for us.
0: Do you boys need anything? I should get back to... Uh, I should... Um... You feel
1: socially awkward because I do not know what is beyond this point.
0: Yeah, something like that. We don't entertain in our secret lair a whole lot.
1: (laughs) And there are a number of good reasons why that is true. I am honored to have been taken this far into your confidence.
0: Why, listen to you. The new voice box is one thing, but you sound smoother every time you open your mouth.
1: Thank you. The speech pattern algorithms devised by the Red Panda are helping me a great deal with communication in English. Applying them to my French is sometimes
0: more difficult. That's because his French isn't very good. (laughs) My French
4: is fine.
0: Okay. Except that it isn't really.
4: Your linguistic database shouldn't have been affected by the modifications, White Knight. It was not. But I feel my speech patterns becoming more human
1: in English than they are in French. Montreal has never had a protector that was embraced and trusted by both communities before. In many ways, my status as a machine made me acceptable. They trust each other less... Then they trust a complete outsider like myself.
4: You're worried about losing the Québécois if you appear to grow too English.
1: Yes. You know how heavily we rely upon public trust for our work. If the city itself is working against us, it makes us less effective.
4: Yes, we're feeling that right now. Thank you for the assist tonight. The Necronium
1: compound known as Frost is a challenge. Protecting the innocent from outside threats is difficult enough. How do you prevent them from willfully choosing their own
4: destruction? The answer thus far seems to be that we can't. The inhibitor is a useful development, but I question our ability to inoculate the entire population ourselves. And there are hundreds, perhaps thousands, for whom the process has already gone too far.
0: Why? Because he hasn't discovered a cure for death yet.
4: Once the Necronium
1: has turned them into Professor Zombie's undead servants, there is... No hope of redemption?
0: Don't push his buttons. The
4: frost prevents decay. Maintains a cellular balance as long as the agent is topped up at regular intervals. In theory, the process might be reversed. If
0: you had a hundred years and never slept again.
4: Something like that. In any case, once the victim is undead, all the inhibitor can do is destroy them.
0: Which we used to consider a kindness, when zombies' mooks were lumbering hulks. The operatives we
1: captured
4: tonight, the network we disrupted... ...is but one arm of a mighty and complex web of crime. Professor Zombie learned the Golden Claw's lessons far too well.
1: Is the one called Dunning likely to be a source of information?
0: The cops don't have anything to threaten him with. Without a supply of the drug, he'll fall down like the month-old corpse that he is in a few hours.
1: I am disheartened to find the situation so bleak. I hope the information I can provide will be of some relief.
0: What information? I thought you were just in town to get your voice box checked.
4: Yes. It just might work. What might work?
0: Do I detect a gleam in my dear old boss's eye?
4: Maybe you do, Squirrel. Maybe you do.
5: Master! Master! Do you find me unduly masculine, Alphonse? What? I, I did Somehow androgynous. Time wilts even the fairest flower, but it was not always reported thus, you know.
3: Master, I don't
5: understand. Oh, there it is again. Master is the masculine form Alphonse, like sir or mister. I didn't know. I just... You spent your life in organized crime. What was it customary to call one superiors?
3: Boss, I guess. But I can't call you that.
5: Because I am a woman. No...
3: Because you're ten times the boss, any of them ever were. I worked for some bad people, some of the best. But we never had the whole city lined up like we do now. Nobody ever became the boss of bosses and brought in this kind of dough. Nobody! Not even the Golden Claw? I knew the Claw. She was nothing compared to you.
5: Well, <laughs> oh, Alphonse! I could be quite fond of you if I were capable of such a thing, like a pet, (laughs) but your feelings are simply the zombie thrall, the natural awe of the colony for their queen, all part of growing up and being dead.
3: Not dead! You've made me something more than human! Faster! Stronger and a lot richer than ever before, my queen. Oh, you
5: do pick up your cues nicely, don't you? Very well, Alphonse. Let us simplify nomenclature issues and just stick with Professor Zombie, shall we? What brings you scampering to my door at this hour?
3: Is it late?
5: It is always late. You can't even tell anymore, can you? Can't feel the primal connection between the living and the sun? Like a lackey, from the rise to set, sweats in the eye of Phoebus and all night sleeps in Elysium.
3: It's still light out. It isn't even night yet.
5: Isn't it? You needed something. What was it?
3: It's the red panda, my queen.
5: Him again. He certainly is taking his time, isn't he?
3: I don't understand.
5: No, I... I don't suppose that you would.
3: He's captured Dunning and broken up his crew.
5: Which one is Dunning? You can't imagine that I know their names.
3: Grid 3, Cell 6.
5: Grid 3, Cell 6. Ah, a good earner was our Mr. Dunning. And more importantly, a good recruiter. Yes... A regular Fagin, wasn't he, Alphonse? <laughs> I don't think I understand the question. Dunning will be difficult to replace. See to it at once.
3: Yes, my queen. But there is a problem. There always is. Dunning was in line for promotion. He was grooming his replacement and due to step up any day. His replacement was also captured? Yes, Professor. Of course he was. But that isn't really the problem. The problem is Dunning. Normally, a street operative has no contact with the rest of the organization. He could lead the police to, to the branches, but has no knowledge of the tree itself. Don't quote me my own extended metaphors! Dunning had been trained. The whole of Beta operations could have been exposed if he were to talk.
5: And there is your problem, Alphonse. You have become more than human, but you still think like Torpedo Al. Dunning will not talk because the police do not have anything he wants. He no longer feels the same base self-interest that motivated your confederates of old to sell one another out. He is my creature entirely, and the police cannot break that hold.
3: What about the red panda? He's been curing our initiates somehow. Yes, he probably thinks he is quite clever. He can't be allowed to continue. His
5: methods are clumsy and slow. It pleases me to watch him flail. But if he gets Dunning to talk... His formula can do nothing to Dunning but destroy him, which suits my purpose well. He knows this. What makes you think he will try?
3: Our spies report that he has been seen at the jail with his friends.
5: Friends? Plural? Surely he has just the one, his little pet squirrel?
3: No, my queen. The robot man was with him when he captured Dunning.
5: The red ensign?
3: No. The white knight.
5: The white knight, you say? It will do. It just might do indeed. My queen? Tell me everything that Dunning knew, and I will calculate the place to lay our trap. Tonight, we strip the masked man bare of his secrets, Alphonse. Tonight, we unmask the Red Panda!
4: You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from decoderingtheater.com <laughs>
6: Clyde Dunning. So, they sent the man in the mask, did they? You can come out of the shadows, Red Panda. They can't hide you from
4: my eyes anymore. It didn't seem to help you all that much earlier, Dunning. And now you sit, alone in a cell, waiting for the poison in your cold veins to run out and leave you as a pile of putrid flesh.
6: Maybe. Maybe my people will bust me out.
4: Have you ever heard of them rescuing anyone else? Professor Zombie will have you replaced in hours, Dunning.
6: That's right, clever boy. It's easy for her to find people. She has more every single day. Today she has the crooks and the dumb kids. Maybe tomorrow she has the kids' parents, prison guards, cops, soldiers. How are you going to stand against all of that, tough guy?
4: It doesn't really matter, Dunning. You won't see any of it. You were promised eternity, and you got a few weeks. Hardly seems fair. Uh, A few weeks with real
6: powers, like a lifetime without.
4: Real power? A little extra strength, a little extra speed, some night vision? It's a circus routine. I've met people with real power, Dunning. People who throw lightning bolts like gods, who channel the very fire of the sun, who are conduits for dark energies you can't even imagine. I've met them and I've beaten them all, friend and foe alike. Your little scout troop of deadlings doesn't impress me very much. That's
6: because you're a fool.
4: Am I? I'd make a wager with you, Dunning, but you don't have more than an hour or two left. My master will eat your heart. And wouldn't you like to live to see that? I'm not exactly alive now. Don't get technical. You know what I mean. You act resigned to your fate, but we both know that's just a pose. You can survive. All you have to do is impress me. You can't
6: hypnotize
4: me. I am not entirely certain that's true, but I admit I haven't found the knack just yet.
6: Then what are you trying to do?
4: Perhaps I don't need hypnosis, Clyde Dunning. Perhaps all I need is this.
6: What is that?
4: You know what this is. This is frost. Frost? The frost is for kids. Were you a kid when you tried it, Dunning? Shut up. The frost is for initiates. She gradually increases the
6: dosage. The higher you rise, the more pure your supply.
4: And the more irretrievably you become her slave. You aren't just undead, Dunning. You're an addict. Doesn't that seem like a cruel joke? Does she really deserve your loyalty? You wouldn't understand. I understand survival. It's right here in my hand. Frost may not be concentrated, but it has the necronium you need to survive another day. And a little something in there for extra kick, isn't there, Dunning? Something for the kids. I wonder if you can still feel it. Not. Not gonna talk. Of course you are. Look at you. You're practically drooling. I came to offer you life But all you want is your fix. You don't know. You can't know. I tell you what. I'll fill this hypodermic. There. This is for you, if you impress me. I'm going to let the frost drip out, drop by drop, until you start talking. Whatever's left is yours. No. Don't waste it. Drop, drop, drop. It goes fast, doesn't it, Dunning? You can't do this. And if you impress me a great deal, I'll come back tomorrow and we can do it again. Maybe I can find you the stronger stuff. Maybe you know where it is. Please. 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 Drop, drop, drop. Running out of patience, Dunning. Please. Just tell me what you want to know.
0: (laughs) All right, no one move. I don't think they can hear you, sweetie. What are you doing here? Me? I work here, remember? You were
4: supposed to wait for me to provide a distraction.
0: Supposed to, but didn't. I thought I might distract from your distraction. But the place is empty. Empty? Impossible? Uh, Abundantly possible, actually. I've been all through the place.
4: You've got your goggles on. You're not relying on infrared, are you?
0: I am not. On account of I am not actually dense. Just forgetful. What do you mean? When you were off with Parker's Rangers, John found a setting for the mask lenses that made zombies glow blue. I just remembered what it was and scoped the place out, but good.
4: And you're certain you have the settings right because...
0: Nothing glowed blue?
4: That's a degree of faith in half-remembered minutiae that I'm not entirely comfortable with.
0: Relax, Red Panda. The place is deserted. Think Dunning conned you?
4: I'd swear he didn't have the strength of will.
0: And yet here we are... He did still get his fix.
4: Yes, but he won't get any more. I may have been coming at this all wrong. Perhaps the trouble I'm having hypnotizing Professor Zombie's workers isn't because they're undead at all.
0: How do you figure?
4: Their brains still function, the synapses still fire, but I can't get past the thrall of the drug. Perhaps if I approach them like I would an addict.
0: Seems a little academic since we ain't gonna catch any more tonight. But look over here. There was a lot of gear cleared out of this place in a hurry. Looks like maybe Dunning was right. This was where they stored the Necronium drugs. Maybe they knew that he knew too much.
4: And they knew that with access to the stronger drugs, I might have a chance at counteracting them. This was bound to be our target.
0: So why did they clear out instead of setting a trap?
4: Why, indeed. Where's White Knight?
0: He should have come in from below as soon as you smashed that door open.
4: Should have, but didn't. White Knight? White Knight? Come in, White Knight. Uh Uh-oh. They knew we were talking to Dunning. They must have had a spy in the jail.
0: Which means they knew White Knight was with us. And they
4: chose to take him instead of us. This was a trap squirrel. And we walked right into it.
5: Now, now, you may as well speak up. You're not fooling anyone, you know.
7: How badly did you shock him? This won't work if you destroyed his neural network.
5: He's playing possum, Mr. Lazarus.
7: I prefer Dr. Lazarus. Then
5: go finish your degree.
7: Difficult to go anywhere when I'm chained to the radiator, Professor.
5: You're 65 years old, Lazarus. Don't blame your lack of qualifications on the few weeks that you have been my guest. And don't interrupt... I am trying to impress upon Sleeping Beauty here that I am neither amused nor a fool without having to resort to the use of a blowtorch.
1: I am awake. Excellent. My movement is impaired. I am restrained.
5: Thank you so much for noticing.
1: You are the criminal known as Professor Zombie.
5: And you are just a laugh a minute. Look at you. A ridiculous puppet. And yet you are the key to my double triumph. I will not comply. You don't even know what I'm after. I'm funny that way. Was that banter? Do they make machines that can sassmouth now? You.
1: Who, mean?
5: Ignore him. He's no one.
1: He is the rogue scientist known as Lazarus. According to police reports, he was murdered by Professor Zombie. Oh,
5: surprise! Turns out I just blew up his house.
1: You blew up my house. Shut up.
5: That place was a hovel. If you succeed, you will have a palace in its stead. If you fail, you will suffer as no man has ever before I finally allow you to die. You
7: know what I love about this job. The motivational speeches.
1: You used Lazarus as bait in a trap for the Red Panda.
5: I did.
1: And now you are using me.
5: After a fashion... He has been doggedly persistent. You have to give him that. In time, he might have even stood a chance. And I can't have that. But you offer me a unique opportunity. You will help Mr. Lazarus demonstrate the full potential of his research. And then you will give me the Red Panda's head on a platter. That seems
1: unlikely. Ah!
5: Bravado! It is true, Tin Man. I may not have much power over you in your current form. What terror can death hold for one who has never known life? I am sentient
1: and self-aware.
5: And you know that is not the same as life. Can you feel, Tin Man? Sorrow and joy? Pleasure? Pain? The wind in your hair and the grass beneath your feet... These things mean nothing to you.
1: Feeling is subjective. You cannot know what I feel and do not.
5: I know you have consciousness, and I know you have no life. That makes you the ideal subject for this experiment.
1: What experiment?
5: Did the man in the mask tell you why I was able to lure him to Lazarus's shack?
1: You were posing as the deceased crime lord known as the Golden Claw. Long ago, Lazarus had developed a process to transfer the consciousness of one living being into another body, but he betrayed her.
5: He did. And even after the Red Panda learned that I was his true adversary, it still never occurred to him to wonder if the charred corpse in the wreckage was really Mr. Lazarus. As if I didn't have more dead bodies than I knew what to do with.
1: I do not understand... Why do you need Lazarus? That doesn't
5: matter. What matters is that I was able to persuade him to refine his process somewhat. To become more true to his namesake. To bring life where there was none before.
1: An interesting, if historically implausible, suggestion.
7: I think I'm ready. Although I renew my objections to this process as a genuine test.
5: You agree that our metal friend has consciousness but no life, do you not?
7: Yes, but the transfer process was never conceived of for use in this manner.
1: Query: do you propose to transfer my consciousness?
5: Yes. Maybe. I'm going to try. Into what? Into this don't be alarmed. His mind is gone. There is nothing anyone can do for him now. This body was especially prepared for this very purpose.
1: You you propose to give me
5: life? Yes. And then immediately take it away. I will subject you to my necronium compounds. Not the low-dose garbage they call frost, either. I have ...boxes and boxes of the good stuff right here. All taken from the warehouse Dunning sent you to. I will make you my undead plaything... ...and all your defenses will be stripped away. You will tell me where I can find the Red Panda... ...and I will butcher him and his dearest love in their sleep. You cannot beat him. I can, once you tell me who he is. And very soon you will have no choice in the matter... Get ready, Lazarus. Wait! You do not have to do this. This process must be tested, toy soldier. Everything else is just an amusing side project.
1: I mean you do not need to use the Necronium. I will not resist the procedure. I will give you what you need. Liar! You
5: give up the Red Panda!
1: Why should you? For life. Real life. Not the stolen life of a zombie slave. To feel... Really feel as you describe. It is all that I have ever wanted. Why should I trust you? Because apparently the process must be tested anyway. Spare my new body, and I will give you what you desire. But you will never defeat him.
5: Well, then tell me his name. gesture of good faith.
1: I do not know his true name, but I do know a route into his secret lair and the codes that will get you there. The rest is up to you, and for the record, I think that you will fail. But that is up to you. All I ask in exchange is that you do not take from me the gift you offer. I
5: think you are lying.
7: Professor, the transfer process has a much greater chance of success if the subject is a willing participant. Please. Please.
5: Very well, White Knight. If your information proves accurate, I will allow you to live. Though you would do well to get out of my city. Agreed. All right, Mr. Lazarus. Impress me.
7: Initiating primary power. Please keep your distance. These coils are incredibly dangerous under current. Get on with it! Level one. Complete. Level two. Complete. Level three. Almost there. Almost there.
5: Any
1: last words, tin man? Yes. Now would be a good time.
5: What? The Red Panda! No, not now!
4: It's over, zombie.
5: Ah!
2: What's One The machine! Stop the machine!
7: Ah! What have you done? The power is overloading!
5: Don't! No. Ah! Lazarus! No! No! You killed him! Destroyed him before his work was complete!
1: Are you all right? Never better. Though you cut that one a little close.
0: Red Panda, you need to see this. No! You! You
5: have destroyed my last chance! My only chance! Oh, I swear I will leave nothing standing! Down! Get down! All shall feel the vengeance of Professor Zombie!
4: Is everyone alright?
1: Fine. I am almost free.
4: She can't possibly have survived a fall from this height, could she?
0: I don't think that's her biggest problem.
1: The pure necronium compounds from
4: the warehouse, they are all here. Now perhaps we have a fighting chance at reverse engineering a cure. Good work, Knight. Professor Zombie's days are numbered now.
0: I think her days are long done, sweetie. That's what I was trying to tell you. I had the goggles on, and Antonia was glowing bright blue the whole time. Professor Zombie is as dead as the rest of her army.
1: Deal. That's why she wanted Lazarus and his transfer process. Why she needed it, modified to work on the unliving. She wanted her
4: own life back.
0: Or failing that, somebody else's.
4: And now that we have unwittingly taken that from her, there's no telling how dangerous she could become. Ugh, what happened?
0: Holy Frankensteins, who's a guy on the slab? He
1: was to have been... me. Red Panda? Flying Squirrel? Something is wrong. Something feels... feels... uh, Who are you? There is no need to fear. I am the White Knight. No. No, I am the White Knight. Oh, good Godfrey. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to
4: adventure! Red Panda Adventures, Episode 99, Night's Gambit, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Peter Nichols, Stephen Burley, Ryan Cerro, Andrea Lyons, Christopher Mott, Clarissa Janetta Landon, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night.
6: Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the
3: family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathory? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots, such as they are. Bells in the
6: Bathory on the Mutual Audio Network. It will have your family going around in circles.